Welcome to Recently Logged, the show where I was supposed to be a mainstay about a year ago, but hey, look where we are now. Mm. <laughs> Answer for your crimes, Robbie. <laughs> I cannot. Alas, I have no answer. No, you there are no there are no answers that would justify this. Hey, if in doubt, blame time zones. Yeah, there you go. That, I was I was explaining time that to zones. Micah earlier. I was like, yeah. this the whole time zone thing really complicates everything when it comes to recording. Yeah, it's why, such uh, a pain. That's why universal yeah. time zones should just be a thing. <laughs> there you go. If it's dark, yeah, if yeah, it's dark in the morning, then boohoo. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you Americans, you know, you you go to bed when the sun is directly over you, and then you wake up in the dark, and we're gonna stay as is because we're in the middle of the world. We're zero zero suckers, so we get to keep our time. There you go. And, and then, and then everyone in Europe are fine. You know, they're only a little, like an hour or so either way. And it's, exactly. you know, they're, they're chill. But you guys, you guys, Australia, China, that lot, you suffer. <laughs> hey man, I like uh, night time, so I I think this is the proper system we should move to. <laughs> oh, see, I hate night time, so yes, it is the proper system we should move to. There you go. <laughs> This is Micah from the beyond the to beyond. give you the basic facts, or rather another recording time. Uh, we didn't really have time when we recorded with Luke to do this or the uh, what we watched, so we're just going to do these real quick to where you have all the information you need. Indeed. <laughs> all right, so this week we're talking about Muppets Most Wanted. It came out in 2014. It is rated PG. It's an hour and 47 minutes. Its little IMDb description is, while on a grand world tour, the Muppets find themselves wrapped, wrapped into a European <laughs> jewel heist caper headed by a Kermit the Frog lookalike and his dastardly sidekick. Wow. <laughs> And that about sums it up. Outstanding. Uh, yeah, it didn't win any major awards. <laughs> uh, its cast fe- features uh, Ricky Gervais, Ty Burrell, Tina Fey, um, Steve Whitmire, um, a- Eric Jacobson, Dave Golez, Golez and many others. It's, and a big, it's a big cast. It's the Muppets. Yeah. Uh, directed by James Bobbin. <laughs> James Bobbin. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> Written by James Bobbin and Nicholas Stoller. Um, yeah. And honestly, I think that's that's about it. We go over a couple trivia bits throughout the episode as, as we talk through. That is so, true. That is true. Uh, enjoy the rest of our stuff. And we'll see you in the end. In the end. In the end. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ominous. <laughs> All right. Well, um, do you want to do you want to go ahead and uh, go over your opening thoughts for Muppets Most Wanted, Luke? Kick us off. Not, not really, but I'll do it. <laughs> do, do it anyway, Luke. <laughs> Muppets Most Wanted is the most three out of five, three out of five to ever three out of five. <laughs> I wholeheartedly it's, agree. <laughs> it's it's the most bang average, but not terrible, terrible thing I've ever seen, and I've watched it too many times, but I kind of love it, because <laughs> it's got the things I like in it. Like, w- w- Walter, 
we we know Walter from two years ago. Um, <laughs> um, and we know Kermit. Yeah, yeah. Go Kermit. <laughs> He's kind of there for a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Ricky Gervais. Who, if they put in a Muppet film now, they'd be cancelled for. <laughs> Probably so. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais is my favorite comedian. Come get me. <laughs> Twitter. Um. Yeah. I, I like Ricky Gervais. The sex shame he isn't swearing in this because, <laughs> or, or making fun of Americans or something. I was about to say, Let Luke. Him say what he wants to say. Do you do you think this movie would be better if it was rated R? <laughs> Ricky could go off any way rated he wanted R. to. <laughs> rated R, written by Ricky Gervais. Okay, yes. but while we were watching this for the first time, when Constantine, like, attacks everybody out of the prison, I was like, I want, like, a rated R cut of this, where, like, there's just a ton of blood and gore as he's, like, attacking uh, all of these people. Karate chopping people's heads off. Exactly. You know, exactly. Quack. Drop. <laughs> just, you know, oh, what, what's his name? It's Danny something. Danny, oh. prison guy. Ah. Oh. Oh, Danny I want Trejo. I Danny Dorito, but it's not Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, yeah. Yeah. You know, the amount of times he's just played himself but murderer. I'm starting <laughs> exactly. to get suspicious. <laughs> I loved that his character was literally just called Danny Trejo in this movie. Yeah, it was pretty it's just, good. It's tr- it's I mean, yeah. Like, he it's literally the, just it's does the character himself. He plays most often. That's true. Yeah. Well, do you have anything like, else you wanted to add in your uh, in your opening remarks, Luke? <laughs> yes, there's probably something. Hold on. Okay, okay. We're we'll, we're waiting yeah. with bated oh. breath. <laughs> they didn't need to make the Muppets this stupid. I really hate that all the Muppets yeah. are so yeah. stupid. Yeah, that was. Actually I, it really bugs me. If 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 you could if I could change one thing, it would just have the Muppets be a bit more have a bit more agency and not just the animal. Yeah. And like, fine. Walter's been there for like a week. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But Walter's suspicious from the beginning. Exactly. And goes with it because he doesn't know the Muppets. Walter <laughs> is in character. Animal is in character. Fozzie's a f- idiot. Sorry, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> Fozzie is a blimmin' idiot, but knocks out, ending up on the right side. Miss Piggy annoys the hell out of me. Oh man, um, yeah. But, awful. Um, but <laughs> and like all of the other Muppets, all of the Muppet mainstays who don't notice. Nah. Yeah. I, I hate them. That's fair. It, that's fair. It's the worst thing. It's the worst thing in this film. Where they just, ha ha, we're stupid. See, he, bad, <laughs> bad guy, badgie, ha ha. Um, so I, I hate it. I hate. I, I genuinely hate the character assassination in this. Anyway, Robbie, what do you think? Ooh. What are your initial opinionisms? Um, if I had to sum it up, I think I would ag- kind of agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I think it's like a pretty aggressively mediocre film without being like without dipping into bad film territory. Um, I do wish the Muppets had a bit more agency in Muppets Most Wanted, <laughs> um, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to add. I guess the plot feels a lot more tedious than it should, in, in my opinion. 
Um, for for a Muppets movie, I feel like it shouldn't be this much of a drag to get through as much plot as they have. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I think a lot of the jokes hit pretty well. I said about a third of them don't in my review, I think. Uh, and it has like two or three really solid songs. But uh, outside of that, there's not much to two. write home about. <laughs> but what did you think of Muppets Most Wanted, Micah? What did I think? Yeah. So can, can uh, I just jump in and, and say something? Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. I, I'm in a queue for PS5, yay. <laughs> Ooh. As you were. Nice, nice. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, for me, like, I was really, I really didn't want to watch Muppets Most Wanted. I, I put it off for, like, forever because, um, A, they cut out Amy Adams as a character, uh, and B, they added Ricky... All oh, the body doubles at Dred the beginning. Voss, oh. Or however you say his name, I don't even know. I'm not <laughs> Jason British. Jason <laughs> oh man, Jason Segal. I was so sad to see Jason Segal and Amy Adams gone. Oh, and the body double is so terrible. They as well. are. They are. <laughs> they just. They just got a tall guy. <laughs> <clears throat> but B, like adding Ricky, is a vase as your second, like as one of the main characters, and then C. Uh, I hate plots of like, again, kind of like what you guys mentioned, like characters kind of being stupid. Or, like, misunderstanding, yeah. or, like, somebody gaslighting somebody into something. I really yeah. hate plots like that overall. And I like, looked at it's this... It's not even a good plan. Right? I was <laughs> it, like, what is their plan so from dumb. the beginning? It's it's so annoying. And that like, really got me to not want to watch it for, essentially, ever since it came out. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. um... I, I'm position 21,000, by the way. <laughs> 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 I had heard some I had heard some songs from it and like the songs I had heard were pretty good and then it turns out those were like the only three good songs in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's the first one. Uh, uh we're doing a sequel and when we get into the main discussion, I have a lot of things to say about that one song. Okay. Okay. Um we, we've also got Together Again, great song. Yeah. Um and then there's the uh the you're number two, I'm number one song, which is okay, and like, it's it's uh, it's probably me party level, but it's better than any of the other songs, <laughs> other than the other two I just mentioned, like, yeah, yeah, like me party is funny bad, and I think in a good good Muppet film, the uh, you're number two, I'm number one <laughs> song. Is is such a me party level song? But, it really but, is. Yeah, it's still better. This this film is crying out for like two or three me party songs. Just to, instead of, just, I'd rather yeah. it be bad and memorable than wait. There were more than two songs in this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was I was talking to Micah while we were watching it. Actually, I when we were when uh, I'm number one came on. Uh, they started doing the number and everything. I was like, this feels like a deleted scene that I'm watching no, right now. Like, it feels like feel it should have been cut or something, you know? A it's lot weird. of the songs feel yeah. like those songs that you would find that didn't... Like on the bonus features yeah, or something. Yeah, that didn't quite make yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah. In fact, this, like, this entire movie kind of feels like that, like, Muppet movie bits that just didn't make it into 2011. <laughs> and apparently one of the songs straight up, I was just looking at the IMDb trivia for it, apparently one of the songs straight up was supposed to be in Muppets 2011, but they didn't think uh, people would get the bit. The one with, uh... 
Miss Piggy and Kermit's imagined children. Oh, wow. Really? Oh. That's wild. <laughs> I love the little Muppet babies in this, though. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, I really like that this movie still... It's way too long, but I like that it still has a pretty decent chunk of Muppet's heart. You get that through, I said in my review, especially towards the end half, <clears throat> you get, like, the Muppet's heart of the story coming through. You feel like, yeah, it's the Muppets, and you get more Walter content, which the world needs more Walter content. <laughs> it's true. Well, Walter is probably the, the least assassinated character in this film. <laughs> uh, exactly. Him, uh, him and Animal. An Animal, I am not the biggest Animal fan. I liked his... <laughs> Um, chemistry with Jack Black in the last one. Oh, they got rid yeah. of Jack Black, which it, you know, no one likes that. Um, <laughs> everyone loves Jack Black. You it's don't true. get rid of Jack Black. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> Jack Black. I'd almost rather Jack Black played the Ricky Gervais role because Ricky Gervais he shines when he's doing what he wants to do. Yeah, but Ricky Gervais is clearly here for a cheap or not a cheap, a quick paycheck, and. No, yeah. dude. The way the way no. his character—that's that's not Ricky Gervais. The way the character like lemur reveal and the way he just kind of putters <laughs> out, I was like, this is so weird, yeah. but yet it makes so much sense just for like Ricky Gervais villain character, like to just completely putter out, no conclusion to his character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I almost wish the double cross had worked. I know, right? I was I think, thinking that at the I end. I think I would have been better. I think that would have been better. I was watching that going, I can't remember this. Does the double cross work? <laughs> and then... Like, he's like, huh, I'm the lemur. I'm double crossing you. And then gets pushed out of the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, just buttoned by by Russian Comet. Because the entire, the entire thing is building you up Russian. to that point. That, like, obviously, like, the whole point of the number one, number yeah. two song is that... Ricky is not too happy about being number two when he's doing all of the work and uh, it yeah, feels and like a natural story writing thing away. yeah yeah there's a, there's, a, there's a plot here but exactly. uh, if, if you can't what, imagine I gave this movie three stars <laughs> I also gave it three stars <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I am yet to review it again I'm either going to give it three stars or three and a half stars, but the longer I've been thinking about it, it's definitely a three or two and a half stars. <laughs> yeah, so three yeah. Stars. And if you can't guess, it's, its average on Letterboxd <laughs> is three stars. It's got a 3.0 average, surprisingly. It really, does it? Yeah. It has a... Oh, man. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, um, do we have any like questions to move into a main... Uh, yeah, I actually had an opening question, an opening uh, question to, to kick us off. Um, who is your favorite uh, non-Muppets-like character in this movie? Because there's, there's quite a few like celebrity performances and some cameos. Um, you got Tina Fey, Ty Burrell, and Ricky Gervais as like the main human characters. Gervais, you... Gervais. No, look at this. Okay, this is how I'm remembering it since Luke told me. Okay. Ricky... Is a vase. <laughs> Ricky is a vase. There you go. <laughs> Still better than Javas. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what did what did you think of the human characters in this movie? Because I think some of their performances kind of don't mesh as well as uh, Amy Adams and Jason Segel's did in the 2011 one. 
So I was just curious what you guys thought of the main cast of people. Well, I, I have something specific to say about this. So I really liked Tina Fey's Go character, ahead. and I really liked Ty Burrell's character. But I think, and I, and I think this plays to the biggest problem with the whole movie. Like you were just saying, none of it connects. This movie doesn't connect in any way. Like none of the tissues, all the different plot elements, all the different areas, while they connect... They don't feel like they should be they part of the same movie. <laughs> yeah, they, no, they, they the just feel kind of disjointed. The prison stuff and the world tour stuff is so different. I can't, <laughs> so, I yeah. can't stand it. Like, yeah, it's like, two different films happening here. Yeah, yeah, and like the Tina Fey character, I really like the stuff that happens in the prison. The yeah. songs aren't the greatest, but like it's fun, and I really like Ty Burrell's character yeah. and the song he has with oh, Sam. Oh, Ty Burrell's great in this. I love Ty Burrell in this. I had not seen like, him in very much. I actually... <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know what I will phrase, and I'm gonna phrase a song that I didn't even mention. I like the interrogation song. I love the I interrogation, love the interrogation, interrogation song. It's, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a great song. It's not very memorable. But what it is is an amazing scene that right. just yeah. happens to be a song. But it, exactly. it's not a very memorable song. But it's a great scene. And yeah. I also quite like Tom Hiddleston. I, I think he's good in this. I think. I think my favorite cameo no? straight up was. Uh, was Saoirse Ronan though even though she's only here for like five seconds Saoirse Ronan is in like a grand total of four <laughs> shots in this movie Micah how are you gonna sad. single her out okay but listen they took away uh, Amy Adams they took away Amy Adams from my Muppets and gave me no replacement <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, I feel the same I lost my Jason Segel and I've got nothing else I've got no What's the cl- I'm looking for a Jason Segel alternative <laughs> and I'm just—I've got nothing. Tom Hiddleston, maybe. Uh, to- maybe. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. He, he was in this. I didn't even notice until I saw him stuck to a wall. You know, you know who, who, you know who was also good. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I liked. The, I liked the gag. I liked the gag of Christoph Waltz doing a waltz. No, it was. It was, like, it was oh, actually okay. good. <laughs> That's like a they... funny joke. That got. That got a laugh That's... at me. That's the thing about this about this movie is like it's way too long and the plot doesn't really connect in any way. But a lot of its bits and jokes and the occasional song are like really like very Muppetsy and funny. Like yeah, even even Stanley Tucci like <laughs> trying to gun down Kermit is hilarious for no reason. Oh yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> that was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Like, it's just, it feels so sad that this isn't, like, it's a very three, it, and, it, and it's a fun movie to watch, but it feels sad to me that, like, it's just so not good in so many ways. Like, it just doesn't yeah. come together in any good, cohesive way as a story. Yeah. It doesn't handle its plot as well as it should. It doesn't structure it in a way that flows very well, <laughs> is one of its biggest problems. <laughs> I mean, why were they even trying to steal the crown jewels? <laughs> no, they, they don't give away. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I just oh, uh, uh, for future, for future, so, something I want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> I got up. <laughs> I'm such a child. <laughs> um. I, I got up the lyrics that we're doing a sequel because I had a joke uh-huh. about Micah being a pretentious um, and we'll get there eventually um, <laughs> and I, I googled the lyrics and these are part of the official lyrics on um, I'm not going to say them out loud because 
don't bad. But <laughs> uh, the go- when you Google the lyrics, this part of the lyrics. <laughs> All right, we're looking at it right now. Oh my gosh! Wow, that's the most British thing you've ever sent me, Luke. Wait, what? <laughs> No. <laughs> wow. Okay, guys. If you if you want to see what Luke is talking about, there's a very British, uh, very British term in the lyrics. <laughs> you scroll down. That's funny. Oh, but speaking speaking of the lyrics, though, um, what what is your guys' favorite song? If you had to pick a favorite song from this, because it is a musical, oh, much a like the 2001. You were doing a sequel. <laughs> it's got to be we're doing a sequel. Um, <laughs> solid pick, honestly. You know, we're doing a sequel is actually like it, it's a good song for sure, but like it's not something that I actually. St- I mean, none of these songs stand out as too memorable for me, and even that didn't. But the the song that actually stood out the most to me, and it may be just because I heard it um, beforehand, like I had heard the song a while ago, and when it played, I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot this song like was like existed for one but like i really liked this song is actually the interrogation song i really like just how it flows and how it sounds and i think it's funny and and no it's not very memorable but i wouldn't call any of these songs especially memorable yeah yeah definitely no i i think we're doing a sequel is okay i'm about to make a a claim (laughs) is other other than Rainbow Connection is the greatest Muppet song of all time. Ooh, that is a bold claim. That's a very bold. Claim. I I think you I think you have a ground for it though. Like uh, you got Lady Gaga on it <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah, she's just there. She's just standing there. But uh, yeah, no, it's got a lot of good bits. Um, I really like a lot of the visual like creativity for that I scene i don't i don't know luke you're you're saying you're saying it may it, it might just be better than oscar award-winning song man or muppet man or muppet, man or muppet. oh that no but man or muppet is like an actual song um, man or muppet is man or muppet is a song and it's yeah. an amazing song but this is just a muppet this is a song that has as many bits in it as possible and like Obviously, there's a ton of superior songs, but as a Muppet song, as a way to intro your film, it nothing gets better than this. I don't I, think you know, I totally anything would agree with touches. Like even I think it, like, I think it works a lot better than Life's a Happy Song or whatever in terms of an intro song for the Muppets. Oh, definitely. Um, I love Life's a Happy Song. Don't, well, so do I. Don't, I like all the songs from 2011, (laughs) arguably except for Me Party. (laughs) Wait, 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 no, 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 you don't. There's a song you forgot about. There's a song you forgot about in there. What song did I forget? Remember, remember, uh, what is his name? Texas Richmond. Tex Richmond, Mr. Texas T. People call him rich because he's got his money. He's got more green yeah, than that, Vincent that song, Van Gogh. <laughs> he makes his baker bake his bread out of dough. That is gold, Luke. 
I was listening to Muppet songs on Spotify a couple a couple months ago, and I just sort of listened to them ran, at random. And then we got to this one, and I was just, wait, oh yeah, this exists, and it's long. It's like a four minute song. I know the words to the entire song. <laughs> I swear. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I don't worry. I, I I know every line of "Life's a Happy Song" off by head. Easy. I could just recite "Life's a Happy Song" whenever I wanted to. Same. Um, I mean, I I just did "Man or Muppet" uh, for my theater audition. <laughs> like I know the Muppets 2011 song so well. <laughs> yeah, we used to bump that soundtrack oh. all the time. <laughs> you know. What, you know. Uh, Micah, Micah, when Robbie <laughs> off and it's me and you doing this, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna do a du- duet of Man or a Muppet. I will do it. Me I will and you. do it. Usher in the new era with with music. Uh, I'm uh, me, me and you, and it's gonna be on Spotify and it's gonna be on all of the platforms, and we're gonna become billionaires. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Plan. That's how Get Rich Qu- Quick Scheme. Um, my, we need to wait till Robbie sorts off because if we don't, um, he, he'll get a third of the money instead I'll cut of. I'll in on the royalties, exactly, baby. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Once he leaves, we have to completely redesign so we're using none of his work. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, actually, uh, wait, wait. Why did recently log move all of its content over to Off the Mark? And then we drop a hit single. It's like, ah, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> That's yeah, why. It, I think I think it's actually interesting though because we end up we ended up talking about like Muppets 2011 songs, which I think is interesting enough because it. I think this entire movie just does a thing where it reminds you of the very presence of Muppets 2011. And, and, yeah, and just, it, does, it just it? is dwarfed it's, completely. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, Muppets Most Wanted. You mean that sequel to Muppets 2011? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it just goes to show you, I don't think a single song... I can see what you mean by we're doing a sequel being, like, such a great introduction to the Muppets in terms of, like, actual Muppet songs. It's got great bits. It's really fun. Visually, it's great. But I don't think a single song in the entire like movie does it for me the way the Muppets 2011 does like the Muppets 2011 feels like such an elevated production versus this it's so insane yeah but like behind uh, Muppets 2011 I'm not sure if you know this but Jason Segel had quite a large hand in making that film and Mm. he was completely off this one he has no there's no credit of him in this entire film and I think you can tell yeah uh, he grew up um, I was watching an interview he did uh, a couple months back, and it's this hour-long interview. He grew up loving puppets. He, all he wanted was to bring back the Muppets, and it's so clear that he got exactly what he wanted. And I just wish he was on the creative team for this. Yeah, I wonder what happened extent. to like to like to where he wasn't involved at all. And I mean, like again, they didn't even get them for the body stand. <laughs> like I, I think he would have come back if it were offered, but. Even to just an extent, even just to you know, you're gonna get a five second cameo where yeah. you're on the wall at the end, and you're yeah. also your your own body standing, <laughs> <laughs> and just I, I think I, I think he would have come back, but he Disney probably saw him as a one and done. Look, he's here now. He's not. We don't need him anymore. Let's have a new set of uh, human characters. Let's have a script. 
another um, sitcom guy, uh, Ty Burrell, because uh, yeah. we can't get Neil Patrick Harris, <laughs> and we'll get and we'll get that one woman off of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think she's on Brooklyn Nine Nine, maybe. Tina Fey. I don't know. Uh, maybe I think you're thinking of Thirty Rock. Yeah, maybe. she's on Thirty Rock. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well. She might have been. Know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's really oh interesting to goodness. me because I feel like I feel like the Muppets as a whole, like, as an entire being, has suffered a lot from Disney's recent control of it. I mean, we just talked about Muppets yeah. Haunted Mansion, and I think that was genuinely, like, good. I'm, I don't want to get into that. But, like, Muppets Now and like the Muppets office oh, parody thing yeah, it, like like it's weird the it, direction no. they took the Muppets and, and, and it comes through in this like you said almost every star in it is like a weird like like almost every star is from a sitcom and like they tried to literally do a Muppets sitcom and even Muppets Now plays with this like really weird fourth wall breaking of their own show I hate it I hate that, Muppets Now Oh yeah, it's yeah, terrible. It, it's weird the direction that it seems Disney just wants to take the Muppets. That feels so not Muppet. Yeah, it's it's not a uh, 2011 Muppets. I think it's the best thing that could have happened to the Muppets, but it also meant Disney re- thought, oh, the Muppets sell. Yeah, and they didn't really think about what about the Muppets sell- sells, and the really special thing about the Muppets is. Essentially, everything about 2011 is the Muppets. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, everything about that film's perfect. And it captured so much of what made, like... And and same with Muppets Haunted Mansion. They both captured a lot of what made, like, old Muppets that that I grew up watching even so good. Like, Muppets Haunted Mansion captured that kind of weird parody thing that the Muppets used to do for TV specials. And, like, just the energy of the the show and the old... (laughs) And the old, like, movies and everything. Like, Muppets yeah. Take Manhattan and, like, Muppets from Outer Space. Like, that's the kind of stuff I... Like, those are the movies we yeah. grew up watching. And we hadn't really gotten any Muppets content like that until Muppets 2011. Like, See, in years. I think Muppet, Muppets 2011 actually does that, sort of... It does the... Look, the, what if the Muppets were real and everything they made was just real were they they were actors in their own things but i don't think you need to do that again i think you could do muppets haunted mansion but on the press thing for muppets haunted mansion which definitely should have featured rizzo the rat but we'll get back to rizzo the rat (laughs) because he was in one of my favorite gags in this film um like you have the muppets go do interviews um uh, for example there's a sort of uh panel type thing here i guess called Mm -hmm. the last leg uh, which is hosted by, I can't remember his name, but he's only got one leg, and one of the comedians on it only has one leg, and it's kind of a funny gag. And, um, and like, they went on there when they were doing the Muppets show at the O2, mm-hmm. uh, which there were clips online for, and it's an, it's an amazing show. Uh, David Tennant's in it as the Doctor, and it's great fun. Um, oh, nice. But, uh, yeah, uh, search, search that up. It's definitely worth a look. Um, but... You you get those funny moments of oh the Muppets are real when the one knows like there's there's a moment and I'm gonna stay as ungraphic as possible um uh, they mentioned frogs tasting like chicken and Miss Piggy confirmed it having been with him for the best part of fifty years <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's one of those that's oh like, my oh, gosh okay. 
uh, okay, that's that's one of, that's one of the funniest things the Muppets have ever done, and it's just so it's like such a subtle. Yeah, I know. I've been and it's oh, it's like a wink and a nod. Well, like we can get that that kind of element in real life. We don't need this office type thing because yeah. we've got panel shows and we've got interview things and the Muppets can just go on those interview things as the Muppets and be the Muppets exactly like, like what if they've the been Muppets doing that you they've need... been doing that from the beginning of the Muppets yeah like with the Muppets show and everything and I mean like the first time like Kermit even appeared was just on like like some of the first times he appeared was just on other shows with Jim Henson like just bringing him on like talk shows and stuff and yeah, that's great. Like that's how the Muppets started. They had their their movies and their like things, but then they also had like the Muppets show, and they would appear for live stuff, and they would do all sorts of things like that, and they would be two separate things. And while I think Muppets 2011 was like a great thing in terms of like the movie, and it captured a lot of what makes the Muppets the Muppets. It's weird that Disney is kind of like the Muppets must be super self-aware that they are things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they they pursue they pursue that element of Muppets 2011 instead of the charm, the humor, the songwriting, like the songs in that film. We've said already a couple of times, oh, incredible, and like that's what we want. We don't necessarily want this Muppets are real. Just have Walter show up in. Whatever, uh, Muppets do Wizard of Oz or Muppets, whatever you're gonna do next, and just oh, he's part of the Muppets now, and then maybe there's some interviews with a Walter saying, oh, you're part of the Muppets now, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And like, you don't need to have this office style thing anymore. Exactly. That's fine. Yeah. We've done it. We've got <laughs> the Muppets back together. They're known entities now. Let's bring them forward. Let's do. More Muppets Christmas Carol. Let's do Muppets. Yeah, like make the them the Easter Muppets again. You brought Christmas them Carol. back now. Like do what the Muppets do. <laughs> um, yeah. Do Maybe do a, a Muppets holiday special. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any more? Like, bring uh, back the Muppet Show. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any more great. questions or anything about uh, Muppets Most Wanted, either Robbie or Luke? No. Um, I was going to ask what you guys thought of the climax of the movie, like the fact that it all kind of centers around this weird convoluted marriage plot. Oh, it sucks. Like <laughs> what, what you thought of the ending of the movie, essentially, is what I was going to ask. <laughs> um, okay, I'll, I'll say what I liked. All right. I'll say okay. what I liked, because th- there's not much. Um, <laughs> I like that. I, I, I like how Piggy resolved... <laughs> the, the the stuff that was already super stupid but the way she resolved the thing with the Kermit where she asked the both Kermits if they want to marry her and you know you had the uh, the fake Kermit or Kershen uh, cur- Kershen sure <laughs> and sort so of jump straight to it and then regular Kermit sort of dance around it but try and she her identifying <laughs> that I like I like that element of that yeah, no, I thought that and was actually my, pretty fun. <laughs> now Michael can tell you everything that sucks. <laughs> okay, so I really, I really hate the ending of this movie, um, and that's and that's pretty Aww. strong. Uh, it again, the entire thing, and I and I put this in a review, and like I said earlier, I think the ending of the movie 
its heart starts to come through the most and a little bit before the actual climax is when i think the heart of the movie actually starts to come through you kind of feel the warmth of, of maybe this is the muppets uh but they kind of take something that already wasn't working very well the whole constantine being mistaken as kermit bit and i mean we talked about how that doesn't really work throughout the movie yeah um and then they kind of like put a nail in the coffin with this weird conclusion of the thief bit that doesn't make any sense already because why do they even want to steal the crown jewels and who is this guy that they had to track down like why why does the amulet open up (laughs) why was the map on the back of the like none of it is explained so you have that and you have all of these weird convoluted plots coming together and they do a decent job in the actual wedding scene itself it just already feels like it shouldn't be happening and then we go outside and then just like out of nowhere ricky's like i'm the lemur and you're like wow is that gonna be the weird climax of the movie (laughs) and then nope he gets punched out and then like they get the weird climax of miss piggy being just like oh he's the world's deadliest frog but he's still just a frog and beats him in two seconds (laughs) and then when they land (laughs) tina fey shows up and she's like "Mm, you're under arrest kermit and then they're like and then they're like well no we're all going and then she's like okay well i guess you're good to go and like that's how absolutely insane this climax is in terms of nothing making sense that's, that's so dumb they should have all been arrested there and then and like, no i would have loved, loved the ending them. to be all like for all of them to be arrested in the end i was really hoping that yeah. they would all get arrested <laughs> uh, uh, thing is i i remembered that um that the last song was it from jail so i was assuming oh so event sooner or later she's just going to turn around and go okay then <laughs> yeah, just, yeah yeah we'll, we'll arrest you all and especially when falls I think the first two were Walter, then Fozzie. And those two helped in the escape anyway. Exactly, they actually so they should be arrested. arrested. <laughs> so if you yeah. stop there and then, then it's like, right, yeah, you all deserve to be arrested. Hey, if that's what it takes to lock up them, yeah, let's arrest them all. And then in whatever the next Muppet thing would be, you know, ideally it wouldn't be ABC's The Muppets. ABC's Oof. The Putting ABC's... <laughs> and then dot 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 the thing it's the worst thing you can do to a show ABC's the Muppets ABC's the Inhumans ABC's the something else is probably bad um, and, uh, um, but like the next thing could just sort of have it oh wow it's lucky we escaped prison and it's like oh okay yeah exactly At that's how loosely that film, the Muppets plays with their canon yeah yeah like I think I think it would have been at least some form of like fun ending but instead they do this weird thing where all of the individual plot threads don't end they kind of stream Did off you... into each other so like imagine like they... you have it's you like have a, a bunch of threads exactly. sitting next to each other you have a, a line of threads sitting next to each other these are your story threads now in the end you might want to tie them all into each other <laughs> like in a little beautiful knot but instead, this movie kind of pushes one over into the other, and then pushes that one into another one, and then pushes that one <laughs> into another no, one, and it kind you, of just you know all streams you, out. You know when you're very little, and you can't really tie knots, but you have to tie these like three bits of string together, and you kind of mush them together, you wrap them around a bit, but then, um, yeah. but realistically, they're not held together by anything, they're just sort of held together <laughs> by gravity, and and like you know, you take away gravity, those are just floating apart it's that it's just that it's like <laughs> that's they're not yeah, mushed that's together but they're not feels. really connected in any way they're just 
they're just kind of touching in a way that's di- they're not connected at all really it's just dumb yeah i mean i mean take like take the kermit getting arrested plot like not not anything to do with constantine take kermit in prison <laughs> so it kind of seemed like for two seconds they were gonna pull like a paddington 2 and in fact robbie <laughs> made the joke robbie was like it's exactly like paddington 2 yes and then they again yeah I, like, I that could have been a whole tweet. movie Look at it, Paddington Two first. Exactly. It could, yeah. have, it could have been an entire movie. Like almost every individual plot here could have been an entire movie. Like the whole treasure thing. Theoretically, just do some reworking. Could have been an entire movie. There's yeah. three different um, films in this that all could have been. Very good could have films. been an entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it's just so weird that, like, all of this happens and that the songs are kind of mediocre and it kind of just dances around everything. And you you get exactly what it is, a a three-star movie. Yeah, I think I was going to bring that up as, like, one of the biggest problems I have with it, if not the biggest problem this movie has, is I think there's just way too much plot here for, A, a Muppets movie, and B, like to just try and fit together in one cohesive movie that's not like super long because a lot like there's so many plot threads there's so many characters it's a giant ensemble cast because it's a muppets movie um and i just don't think it comes together nearly as well as it could have i think the screenplay needed a few more drafts (laughs) some stuff needed to be cut or just cut down but i mean what is there still has a lot of comedic brilliance to it at times um i think constantine's still a lot of fun a lot of the time not all the times yeah um but yeah no it's weird it's a weird movie an odd movie <laughs> I, I've, I've got a suggestion for what we do next so as the okay. next topic of conversation i wanna I, okay. I, i'm just gonna pick out some lyrics of we're doing a sequel and just sort of how they aged and some of the good and some of the <laughs> Well, it's all good, so yeah. Yeah, okay. go for it. We've so kind of we've kind of wrapped I've, up the main the main movie discussion. So if you want to hop into something a bit more off topic, go for it. <laughs> it's not really off topic. It's just kind of a different angle on this one thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me just find Discord again. Um, so so bloody bloody blah. blah uh, we're doing a sequel <laughs> to the. Everyone knows the sequel's never quite as good. It's never, ever as good. All of this <laughs> film's learning. Empire is worse than A New Hope. Whoa, okay, but no. <laughs> I'm going to have to respectfully disagree, Luke. A New Hope is my the least fight favorite scene on, of the original trilogy. The fight scene on Hoth is a tragedy of filmmaking. <laughs> um of writing, sorry, not filmmaking, you know, it's well made. So, so. Uh, and <laughs> but the new Spider-Man hope is, 2 is, is the worst one <laughs> out of the original trilogy. <laughs> it's not, a new hope is beyond the best. Um, but, and then Spider Man 2 is like a chunk worse than Spider Man 1, but they're both terrible. Watch Blessed Southpaw's video on Spider Man 2. Um, Luke, you keep you keep <laughs> contradicting my taste in movies. <laughs> TL, TLJ bad, deal with it. No, TFA worse. No, <laughs> that's, that's one of the one. That's the, that's the one occasion where you know, 
the TLJ bad, the TFA worse. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> that's that one. Uh, uh, so, uh, da, 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 what am I looking for? Another feature attraction? Place please, like, nah, uh, that's a nice line. Um, uh, pork, 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 big orc. Nice. <laughs> uh, there's, there's no need to disguise. The studio considers us a viable franchise. <laughs> I love that line so much. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and how badly it has aged. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, um, how, how hard can it be? We can't do any worse than The Godfather 3. Um, um, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to say it. But... Uh... uh we're doing a sequel the studio wants more while they wait for Tom Hanks to do Toy Story 4 uh, like a year after announced. this came out they greenlit yeah. Toy Story 4 with Tom Hanks <laughs> um, and then the Muppets died so that aged really badly <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh, I thought it was the infinite, uh, enti- no uh, until the credits roll we've got another good show then we can do it all again what what uh, <laughs> something bad word, bad word, very bad word, very bad word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're doing a sequel. Let's give it a go with Hollywood stars and more one-liner cameos. Um, yeah, there are I so like many in this cameos. movie. Yeah, yeah I, I think so they're many. fun. Okay, but Saoirse Ronan's yeah, one-liner uh, cameo is just like she's just like stop it or something, and that's lame. Yeah, I wanted her to like say something. Micah, <laughs> she's she's being interrupted by like jackhammers. I Jason okay? Just give me Jason Seagal. <laughs> you you got you got a line of Saoirse Ronan. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> the thing is, you also so so you got Amy Adams in uh, Muppets 2011, and I got Jason Segel. Um, <laughs> it's it's actually Jason Segel, but I've got so used to calling him Jason Segel that it's uh, yeah whatever. yeah. So <laughs> also, I like how I make Miller because I'm stupid like that. Um, <laughs> something like that. Um, but so but. So, but for this film, when you're watching this film, when you watch the last one, you didn't have a girlfriend, but you do now. So you, you get a line of social Ronan and you've got a girlfriend. I get nothing. <laughs> nothing, Micah, nothing. Hey, don't you cannot- worry. I get to I get to sit in the theater watching Black Widow and annoy my girlfriend by saying it's Florence Pugh, but like 30 times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's good fun Florence Pugh is hot uh, <laughs> like top, top 5% top 2% top 10% but Honestly, Luke she's also a very talented actress exactly uh, not in Black Widow she's not I, I mean I haven't seen script. Black Widow yet okay, so I couldn't she, count she is the best performance in Black Widow <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, but that says that. more about the performances in Black Widow <laughs> than anything else. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, shout out uh, to Jermaine uh, uh, Clement in this movie too. We got some more Jermaine uh, activity. Jermaine right, Clement was. Here. I love him in the. I love him in this. It, 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 is he the hobo guy? Um. No, he's uh, he's one of the. He's one of the prison main numbers. prisoners. One of the main prisoners in the Gulag. Uh. Um, he he voices. Oh, yeah, I was about to say he voices um, Tamatoa in Moana. 
Oh, hey. Oh, okay. Uh, I've just remembered something. Before we get back to dialogue, f- uh, lines from the song, because mm-hmm. I'm about to get to the funny bit. Um, <laughs> no, I, pl- I planned a joke, and if it doesn't land, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, a guy from Paddington was in this. Yes. Yeah. As part of the press. Yeah. Mr. Brown is here. And he said, I, I, I love him. Yeah, I wish no, I was. I was so I was so excited because I was like I had made the Paddington two joke earlier, and then he showed up in the movie. I was like, Yo, what? What is going on right I, I, now? I, I I saw him, but and then I glanced away, and then I went, Wait, no, is that that? No, no surely not. Surely not. Ah, well, it's the guy. It's the guy who's a great actor, and I wish was in more kids stuff. Um, yeah, Hugh Bonneville. That's who he is. That's his name. He's I he's amazing. <laughs> I I do too. Um. Okay. So now we get to the, my favorite bit. Um. Now we of the song because this is when I get to make funny. Um, okay, go for it. Okay. So so uh, uh, we're doing a sequel. Let's give it a shot. All we need now is a half decent plot. And I'm gonna pitch to you why every single one of these plots is actually in this film. <laughs> okay. Do it. Okay. Okay, okay, I got it. So, first one, an epic love story between a very handsome, long-nosed bubble thing and a beautiful chicken. Um, <laughs> they're both they're both in the film, uh, so True. that counts. So yeah. Uh, it, oh oh oh! It's about getting the Muppets. <coughs> it's about getting the Muppets back together again to stop an evil oil baron from demolishing the old studio. Why did my my sorry my voice my throat's hurting? Um, uh, so they that there's that and you know they reference that so much it's basically part of the plot. <laughs> um, uh, uh, how about one of those fish out of water movies? Um, commit in prison. Ooh, true, true. <laughs> See, that's the first. Uh, that's the first one that has anything to it. <laughs> um, uh, it's about a frog who marries a beautiful, perfect pig, and they have to kiss each other a lot. Well, that happens, kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, there loosely. was a wedding. Yeah, and there was a wedding. Okay. She kisses him a lot. <laughs> okay, um, but Luke, how are you gonna how are you gonna get around the uh, seventh seal reference? <laughs> yeah, there's a reference to Ingmar Bergman's seventh seal in this opening uh, uh, number so, that so, I was not expecting. So, that that's the um <laughs> Swedish chef, right? That, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's the next one. <laughs> See, I want I, it doesn't show me the subtitles to this, but it says something about uh, ex- existential crisis and stuff, right? That's what mm-hmm. it says. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so, Micah, you're 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 one of those pretentiousists. Uh, <laughs> pre- yeah, a video essay pretentiousist. Yeah. Uh, uh, all, all, that lot always great at getting that kind of thing out of anything. So, Micah, I'll let I'll, I'll, I'll let you figure that one out. <laughs> I gotta delve it. Uh, okay, give me uh, three months and a nine-hour uh, video, and I will delve into the secret meaning behind. Jeff <laughs> Gen- genuinely would watch that. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. If, you had chance, if there was actually substance to it, that'd be a great video. <laughs> um, I spent uh, nine hours then, figuring out that there is no substance. <laughs> uh, and then the next one, how about a movie where you don't make a movie and we all get to go home early? Uh, that's <laughs> that's actually a meta joke on all of the people in the audience when you get to like three songs in 
and they're all just <laughs> so boring, and they all want to go home early. So that's, that's a meta-textual reference. Wow. <laughs> to the, I didn't to expect so many layers. <laughs> um, okay, and then it's about a lonely dog, and one night he sees something he never should have seen, and he has to live with a terrible secret. That sounds dark, Rolf. <laughs> okay, uh, so... This one, this this one is when, um, you know, he's not a dog, but he may as well be. Walter, <laughs> a cat catches. Walter uh, might as well be a dog. <laughs> could be replaced by one you wouldn't notice. Um, uh, no, when when he when he sees Constantine, uh, doing the evil. No, no, he sees the lemur doing evil things. And then he doesn't have to live with it, but he kind of does for like five minutes, and no one believes him. So you know he kind of just, you know, that you, you you can you can get something out of that. There uh, we go. And then about and then and then and then one more. Come, how about the Muppets go on a world tour? They kind of go on a European tour, like it's not with like a world tour. <laughs> they, but, yeah, you know, yeah, it's right. Wait, no, they go to they go to Russia like, uh, in the end. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah, more than yeah. just Europe. But but a chunk of Russia's in Europe. And I'm yeah. pretty sure the place they go in Russia is in Europe. So they, they actually do a European tour. Dang and not it. actually a yeah, world tour. Like that, that's the one that has the least substance to it, my guys. <laughs> it's, it's the one that they actually go the actual, with. Yeah, the actual plot of the movie is the one that actually isn't the plot of the movie. <laughs> Luke, the amount of mental gymnastics that you have just performed is staggering. It was beautiful. Better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 head my head can now tense its own nipples. <laughs> I don't know why I said that one. <laughs> my head, it's done so much. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna stop there. Um, <laughs> is there any more? Uh, let's give it a name. How about the Muppets again? It's the Muppets again with the Muppets again. It's the <laughs> Muppets again. <laughs> that that should have been the title of this film. Uh, it really actually, should. Have. Uh, according according to uh, IMDb's trivia, it actually was originally the working title of the film, and then they changed it to Muppets Most Wanted. It should have been Muppets again, man. Yeah, it was going to be Muppets dot 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 again. Sound that good? Yeah, but, really. But then they could market it as a mystery. That was it. Was all for marketing? I swear. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I forgot to do my comet impression. <laughs> I'm sure we'll loop around. What else do you want to talk about? What else do you want to say? What more the things that the things want to happen? Um, I didn't have too much else to add to the movie. Actually, we've covered a lot of the main problems I have with it. We've covered a lot of the things that I actually enjoy a lot about it. Um, I was actually thinking maybe we'll. Uh, wrap it up uh we we're hitting like the 50 minute mark now <laughs> so uh <laughs> unless there's something else you want to yeah, add no, i was i was i think we've covered most everything that i have to say about it it's it's still pretty good it's still pretty charming um like all of the characters that i like from like out of this that are actually character characters like walter walter's still fun kermit's not terrible like it, it's still a fun movie it's just not very good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you like the little detail about one of the 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 pig one from the Muppets was in the prison? 
Yes, I love yes. that. Yes. Oh my gosh. We need more Muppets content. We, they should have made the they should have made the sequel about the Muppets. There we go. It could have been about <laughs> the Muppets. We were robbed. Ricky Gervais yeah, joins how, the uh, Muppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so does Constantine. <laughs> yeah, Constantine and Ricky Gervais join the Muppets. That's the movie. Oh, hey, that should have been the post-credit a, scene. <laughs> there was a gag I wanted to mention, and it's the one where, uh, where so Constantine. Oh, sorry, uh, Constantine is uh, explaining that Fozzie and Walter left, and they're going, "Really, Walter? No one would believe that." And then they, st- and then I feel like this is actually a jab at. The 2011 Muppets. I really hope it wasn't. Uh, where mm-hmm. they go, well, well, Walter, you know, Walter shouldn't have been in it to, to begin with. He took the place of some. He potentially took the place of some other old beloved <laughs> oh, Muppets yeah. characters. And then it's Rizzo the Rat, who absolutely should have the role of Pepe the Shrimp. I hate Pepe the Shrimp. Pepe the Shrimp can burn. He's a king. Um, he's a king prawn. He's a king Luke. prawn, Luke. You can't. <laughs> King Prawn. <laughs> Though I do, I do love Rizzo, and I mean all, Prime all, Rizzo all content. The same when it's um, in my stomach. Uh, <laughs> Prime Rizzo content, in my opinion, is Muppets Treasure Island. True. So good. Uh, uh, Christmas Carol. <laughs> That's Christmas true Carol. too. Man, Christmas Carol uh, and Treasure Island are so good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was like peak Muppets though. Christmas Carol is peak Muppets, I think. Like, Christmas Carol, and then 2011, that space where there's nothing, but it starts <laughs> and ends with the two best Muppet films, and it, uh, there, that's, that's, that's what you want. Yeah, one of these days, um, we're gonna watch the original Muppets movie, and we might have you on again for that, because we haven't seen the original one yet. I think I've I seen most of it, but, um... I've never seen, seen I've never seen it before. I haven't in the best part of it decade so yeah that would be fun oh i'm old <laughs> i'm old there, there we go luke we have a potential sequel to this very episode now. we're doing a sequel we're doing a sequel <laughs> but this was the sequel to an episode that happened two years ago that's true we're doing, that's a, very we're tr- doing a trilogy <laughs> it's, a, it's gonna be a trilogy now <laughs> actually oh, slowly so- we're gonna devolve into doing just every piece of muppets media out there we're gonna do muppets oh, treasure oh, island oh. we're gonna do Mu- <laughs> Uh, okay, that's fine. Uh, I'll be back January thirty eighth when <laughs> they do Doctor Who, Doctor Who versus the Big Fart Cloud, <laughs> and 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 the Crystalmans, and the Sontarans, and the Weeping Angel, that one Weeping Angel, and uh, uh, Dan, and the Dog Guy, the Furry. Um, Why are there so then, many characters in modern uh, Doctor and, Who, man? <laughs> All of these were introduced this episode. In one episode. And then, <laughs> then rip-off Killmonger, who just has Killmonger's haircut, facial hair, same race, same outfit, but isn't Killmonger. And then you've also got Yaz, who after two seasons still doesn't have a character, and this Doctor, who after two seasons still doesn't have a flipping character. <laughs> and then, so so we, we've got to give character to these two established people, but we've already given more character to the one guy that got established in this episode, Dan, who's great because <laughs> he's played by John Bishop. Then we have in two seasons of our lead because we hate the show. <laughs> Sorry, what what was it, Muppets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Muppets I'll, I'll, I'll be back who? on in December when they review Arthur Christmas. 
And I've said yeah. it now, so it has to happen. Yeah, Just no, like, we'll I'm actually off- looking forward to host. that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, man. it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Just like Robbie offering me to be the host. <laughs> exactly. If there's just as it much probability, Luke. Flip a coin. It, it, that's how probable it is. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> Wait, that was fifty-fifty. Really? I didn't hear a wink of that. The only one, keep, the only person keeping that idea alive and kept that idea alive for like a year and has been keeping it alive for the last year since we did whatever the one we did at the beginning of this year was not WandaVision one before that I'm the only one that keeps mentioning it I'm the one that will keep reminding you until I am the host of Recently Logged okay yeah you hear that I will be the host I will take it from you he will soon I'm like I'm like Kermit he's like the Ricky Gervais of Recently Logged and I am Kermit Uh, (laughs) Luke will give us what we want (laughs) hold on a minute Hold on, I'm, I, I, I just need to go on Google Kermit onesie, Kermit onesie, Kermit onesie. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll have to we'll okay. have to tweet out a Kermit here's onesie the, whenever thing, uh, whenever this video goes out. Here's the thing, Luke. If you fly <laughs> to America and roll up at our door in a Kermit onesie, you will have all legal right to all properties recently lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's like a grand flight. It's grand for a flight. It's oh, so man. expensive. No, Plus, but, you gotta but, pay for but, the Kermit onesie. They don't. There's none official, so I'm gonna have to pay a hundred pounds for one off Frugo. Just, <laughs> um, but no. But what about when Robbie shows up on my doorstep in True. whenever he does that trip that he's been talking about for two years? Um, yeah, no, what, man. What, my graduation what, what trip oh, is falling to pieces. <laughs> you're coming here, or you're gonna die trying. Um, exactly. <laughs> Look, uh, okay. No, but does that mean he? Does that mean he gets the rights to recent to not recently? Wait, off, off the, the mark, mark or super, <laughs> you, yes. you get one of one of the three dead podcasts I have. You can have one of recently logs. Super Friends of Media, which is actually dead, dead now. I can confirm. We, Super Friends of Media, me and Cap are not friends anymore, so that's fun. Um, there you go. And, and Bottom of the Barrel podcast, take your pick. <laughs> okay, but Luke, Luke, Walmart here, here in the good old U.S. of A. sells an official uh, Kermit the Frog onesie for what? Uh, for fifty six dollars. You can order it from Walmart. <laughs> Walmart dot com, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like off-brand Tom Cruise is wearing it as the model. That's weird, yeah. What? <laughs> oh, but uh, Luke, before uh, I think of before I get off track again, um, you mentioned off the mark earlier. Is there uh, something you want to plug here at the end uh, for the people of recently logged to go check out? Any project no. or anything like that? <laughs> no. I, I don't have anything. TVD food has been put back because I can't figure a flipping name because TVD food has already been taken. That's half the struggle. That is half the struggle. That's like 75% of the struggle for me. Just a name. Just a name. Just any name. I've got like I've got a plan for a... Again, I'm calling it TBD Food for now because it's TBD for a TBD Food podcast and Robbie's going to be the first person on it and he doesn't even know that yet. (laughs) Well, I know now, Luke. I have been educated. (laughs) And then... um, Mike will be on eventually, but he's too busy uh, with his... (laughs) other relations. 
<laughs> wow. Listen, man, I'm running a YouTube channel. I've got a job. I've got um theater. I got a lot of stuff going on. You don't have to rub it in. I've Micah. got school. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> all I all, all I've got is a full time job that pays me pennies. <laughs> I don't Luke, have you a, get to I create have... you get to create delicious no, confections in your job at least. <laughs> Confect yeah, I do make confections. I make beautiful <laughs> confections. But Micah has a social life. Micah has things. I just want one friend. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'd rather have one girlfriend than like fifty friends. I can deal with the friends I've got, but uh, I'm so, I'm so bloody lonely. I can I can relate to that, Luke. I can relate. To that. <laughs> oh wait, wait, Robbie, Robbie, you can be my girlfriend. There you go. Un- unofficial, unofficial girlfriend of Luke. No, it's, a, it's official or death. <laughs> Update my Facebook status to in a relationship. Yikes! I, oh man, I always, I always forget. Why is that always my first train of thought when uh, I think of like ma- ma- getting into a relationship? <laughs> Facebook status. Oh, I Facebook hate that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I would pay you actual money to change your <laughs> Twitter no to change your Twitter bio to uh, at Luke14509's girlfriend <laughs> don't tempt me Luke <laughs> do it do it do it I'm, I'm gonna f- refresh your Twitter account until you do it <laughs> you may have you may be waiting a while Luke I've got other stuff to do today <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> unless there's something else you want to add here at the end, uh, I'm going to call that an episode for yeah. uh, for Muppets hey. Most Wanted, I think. Hey, what do you, you say? Are you going to record the rest? Are you going to record the rest now? Uh, no, no, we got. We don't really have time. <laughs> no, we don't have time uh, today, unfortunately. But um, oh, I, was ho- I was hoping that I could just sit there and listen while I uh, go on your Twitter account and inspect Element your uh, bio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I wish we could, but uh, we got to get going here in the next few minutes, actually. So uh, yeah. it was it was fun though. It was nice having you on again, Luke. I once again uh, apologize for not having you on again. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be back in December, then I'll be back in January, and I'll be back in February. <laughs> I'm making it my mission because I don't have to one be anymore. Once a month. So that would be great. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, I I just I, man, I just suck so bad at scheduling, and the time zone only complicates it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's nice. It was great having you on. Um, I guess since you don't really have anything to plug, uh, all of the links to Luke's social stuff will be in the description of this episode. At least the stuff that he uh, tells yeah. me to link to. Um, at the moment, I think I have your letterbox down there and your Twitter. So. Uh, at the very least, those will be in there. Um, but uh, thank you, uh, thank you for being on, and uh, oh, we're gonna I, move I've on to the so, next got, segment. Oh, I've got what, what is plug. it, Luke? Okay, watch last it. night in Soho. <laughs> watch last night in Soho. It it t- covers very very touchy subjects. But if you want to feel like you're having a two hour long panic attack, it's definitely a film to watch. <laughs> I mean, it, it reminded me of no, genuinely from minute twenty onwards. It just felt like a panic attack. It, it felt like being inside my own head. And I spend enough time inside my own head, but it's incredible. <laughs> uh, do go watch. Uh, it's a bit reliant on the, some stupid stuff 
to get the plot going, but and actually the plot is based on. Oh, I'm gonna have to downgrade that to a three and a half. Never mind. <laughs> watch it. Watch it. It's better than this. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah. Thanks for being on, and uh, we'll Bye-bye. see. We'll see our audience in the next segment. Bye. Goodbye, Luke. And we're now in the next segment. If you can even believe it. <laughs> All right. So where are we starting from for for like what was our last? Episode? Wait, you didn't you didn't check? No, this is your job. Okay, you I'm checking. Check. I'm checking right now, my good <laughs> uh, uh, stall. So for those of you who don't know, the what we watched segment is a quick little segment where we talk about all of the things we watched in between the last episodes. We talk about our ratings and brief thoughts on the stuff. That's about it. So this came out when? When did it release? Uh, 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 November 1st. November 1st. So we're going from the first. (laughs) Easy enough. All right. So just everything we've watched in November up till now. Yes, that is correct. All right. So uh, let's hop into it. What did you watch? On the 1st of November. On the 1st of November. I watched, or rather rewatched, Hubie Halloween. I have that as the 31st of October. Well, we finished it past midnight, so... (laughs) <laughs> I'm counting it. Well, though. then how did mine get on the 31st? I don't know. Maybe you logged it beforehand. That happens. If you say so. <laughs> but yes, Wait, Hubie Halloween. Halloween. We did it on the podcast did an episode on last it. year, I think. Yes. Because that's when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we were just one of the fun, stupid Halloween movie, and this fit it pretty perfectly. Like, it was late, and we wanted something to cap off our Halloween. Uh, so we went with Hubie Halloween. Who would have thought that a movie called Hubie Halloween would be good to cap off Halloween? <laughs> and it's it, it's still pretty awful, but still pretty good at the same time. I think it's pretty great. I give it three stars. I give it a three and a half. Uh, then after that, uh, I rewatched Bernie and Ravi watched it for the first time. <laughs> like we watched it separately, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie a link later, Richard. Yes, Rich Richard Linklater, my which, boy. Which fun fact we learned on this viewing: Richard Linklater uh, lived with Bernie for like a year. The man b- before making yeah the actual real life <laughs> Bernie before making this movie. Wow! <laughs> before he went about. back to prison. <laughs> wow! Um, spoilers for Bernie, Mike. It's a real life story. You can't spoil. <laughs> Wow. Uh, but yeah, Bernie was really good. Surprisingly good. Yeah, I think I felt about the same on a rewatch for it. It's very fun. It's very, like, it does a really good job conveying what it wants to, but I still just don't get a whole lot, like, personally out of it. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I, I, I think it's pretty great. It's not as good as, like, School of Rock, which I think is the only other Linklater film I've seen. Yeah. Um, but it is good. And I the performance is great. Jack Black needs to be in more movies. Jack Black is a killer actor, man. He just, he's so good and he gets so, so much hate. I gave it four stars. Uh, I also gave it four stars. Zen, uh, what did you watch? What did I watch? What did you watch? I watched uh, Bunny Lake is Missing, an Otto Priminger film. Which we'll talk about in a bit. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, then we watched House on Haunted Hill. Indeed. A rewatch of the 59 one. 1959, directed by William Castle, baby. With Vincent Price. I My review for the movie is Vincent Price Skeleton, so <laughs> I think that's pretty good. It's it's surprisingly fun for, like, I don't know, a lot of old horror movies. I think it's great, man. Do, like, a really weird thing where they're just, like, they're trying to be creepy and then fail at being creepy and are kind of boring. <laughs> but this one is, it's not the most creepy, but it's really fun. It's vaguely creepy and also really fun to watch. So exactly. I think I think it's pretty great. I gave it three and a half stars. I gave it four. I would, I would definitely recommend it. Then we watched 
Alvin and the Chipmunks. I watched was, I watched the first half of Alvin and the Chipmunks. This was a rewatch for me. I hadn't seen it in like well, it's pretty much <laughs> since it came out. And I just was in a in an Alvin and the Chipmunks mood. Micah, this came out the same year as There Will Be Blood. Yes it did. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. And we we all know what was winning in cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh alvin and the chipmunks is a train wreck of a masterpiece there's something about it it's so bad it's the epitome of those like cgi live action movies and this is the best one i kid you not there may be better ones but this is the best one and this isn't including like paddington or anything like that this yeah. is including those weird like the 2000s like, ones. Hop and like <laughs> even peter rabbit and stuff like that just like the Oof. really weird like why was this made? This is the best one. Okay. Well, I mean, creepy. I've only seen I've only seen Chipwrecked in this, so I need to watch the rest of the series, I guess, so I can tell you which one the best one is. I gave it two stars. Uh, I also gave it two stars. I finished the movie after I got back from recording on my iPad, so <laughs> it was. It, I don't know what to say about the experience. Then we watched Free Guy for the first time. Yeah, Sean Levy's Free Guy, which I wrote a I wrote a pretty long review on. You can check that out at a what is my ad on letterboxd games underscore things is your ad yeah, on. or just micah just search micah i'm the guy with the rat <laughs> wow um i literally my review was just fun ideas at play just not as much meat as i was hoping for yeah that's essentially as, my critique of the movie especially with me being as big into video games as i am I was really kind of bummed out at as cool of a theoretical concept as this is yeah. on multiple levels. Like, there are multiple different ideas in here that you could play with in exactly. a really cool way. Fun ideas. <laughs> and, like, the movie's fun. It's fine. It's just not as substantial as I was hoping it would it's, be. It's exactly, like, it's doing exactly to just be the most digestible, like, fun movie you could think of. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a 6 out of 10 or 3 stars. My I similarly gave it 3 stars. Well, there you go. Uh, then what did you watch, Remy? Uh, then I hopped on Discord with Luke uh, and watched Doctor Who The Halloween Apocalypse, which was really bad. Just kind of... <laughs> it's bad. It's, I, I'm a little sorry for anyone who has to... who like is drudging through the newest season of Doctor Who, because all indications point to it being not uh, very fun to watch. <laughs> uh, I gave it a 4 out of 10, though. Uh, and two then, stars. Yeah, two stars. And then we also watched uh, Black Adder's Christmas Carol, which uh, is an, uh, Black Adder is an old uh, British comedy-like sketch show. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Uh, it's it's all about uh, Rowan Atkinson's character, like realizing that greed is a path to a happier life. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Yeah, actually. it's like a, it's like a <laughs> it's like the anti-Christmas Carol. It's pretty fun. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I gave it a seven out of ten. Good stuff. Nice. Uh, and then I also watched, wow, well, <laughs> I didn't lot. watch this one with Luke. Um, after after I got off the call with Luke, I was working on some stuff, and then we turned on uh, Woody Allen's uh, The Purple Rose of Cairo, which is a really weird movie, and uh, it's really weird. Woody Allen. <laughs> um, I, I'm beginning to... I'm beginning to wonder if all Woody Allen movies have, like, this vaguely supernatural premise that goes kind of unexplained. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Woody Allen's a weird guy. Midnight in Paris had it. This had it. Um, but those are the only two Woody Allen films I've seen. Uh, it, it was good, though. Uh, it had, again, fun ideas, just not as emotionally impactful as I was hoping it would be. Uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. 
Zen, we watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Uh, still fun. Still, I think, one of the messiest of the Indiana Jones movies. Oh, easily movies. the messiest. Um, not including well, Crystal Skull. Well, of the original trilogy. I don't, I don't include Crystal Skull. <laughs> uh, it's, got a, it's got a touch of the racism. A touch of the racism. <laughs> I think a lot. But... Uh, <laughs> But it is one of the most, I think, impressive movies from a, like a, just an overall film standpoint that Spielberg has ever done. Yeah. Like, it's just such a, it's a massive set piece of a movie. Yeah, I was about um, to say the set pieces here are phenomenal. Some so, of the best in the franchise. So it's really impressive in some ways, really weird <laughs> in other ways, and comes in to just be a pretty fun movie. I gave it a 3.5. Uh, I, I said in my review, uh, when it comes to opening set pieces, this has to have one of the best of all time. <laughs> anything goes. And that so anything good. goes opening set piece is phenomenal. Literally. Uh, I would give it an 11 out of 10 if I could. <laughs> yeah, the anything goes opening set piece is honestly one of the best things in any of the Indiana Jones movies. The um, rest of the movie just doesn't follow suit yeah, as yeah, much. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, but I gave it an 8 out of 10. I think it's pretty great. Zen, uh, we watched Millennium Actress. It was a rewatch for me. They added it on YouTube with like a like a good Free with subtitle. Ads. Yeah, my boys. Uh, yeah, it's my first time watching a Satoshi Khan movie. Satoshi Khan is a genius. The the he's famous animator. He's literally a genius. I will take <laughs> no other comment. Millennium Actress. Uh, I gave it. I gave it a ten out of ten just for reference. Uh, it it's great it's amazing it's beautiful i will i will comment on a rewatch it worked a lot better for me i think i talked about it last time when i first watched it and technically this thing is an absolute marvel Mm -hmm. um but it didn't really connect with me so much on a first watch but on a rewatch i think it works a lot better in general the way it weaves i really loved it the way it weaves its emotional uh like narrative is really brilliant I also gave it five stars. I I, I really admire it. Uh, The fact that this is supposedly one of his weaker films, and I think it's just about perfect, uh, I'm very much looking forward to visiting more of his stuff. Uh, Then we watched uh, Bunny Lake is Missing. Bunny Lake? Uh, Watched it with me this time. Yeah, rewatch, baby. So crazy that this is a 60s movie. It's so, oh my gosh. The the filmmaking (laughs) is so, like good it's got it's not, not, it's got such a good not kineticism to, say that, to it yeah not to say that like obviously there's a lot of really yeah, good other, 60s movies and movies older that do it um but like just this movie has something that was so ahead of its time in it like just from a camera standpoint even yeah, it feels it feels so modern for how old it is it's very impressive the story is pretty fun. It was a story I was pretty worried about, but they do a pretty decent job because I just don't like stories like this typically. <laughs> uh, they do a pretty decent job with it. Um, yeah. It's still kind of is weird to me that most uh, <laughs> old horror movies deal like deal with mental illness in not a great way. Yeah. Uh, and this one, unfortunately, still has that. But <laughs> Yeah, that's honestly my biggest, like, eh, that's probably, like, mostly the reason I wouldn't turn it on again. But, like, other than that, I think it's great. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a 9 out of 10. I gave it a 9 out of 10 or a 4.5. There you go. <laughs> then we watched Return to Oz for the first time. Yeah, Return Very to Oz. Very spooky. Uh 1985 baby what a time to be alive (laughs) very weird that it's like a a random disney movie yeah chicken uh (laughs) uh jack's here yeah jack was cool i liked him (laughs) it's very weird i don't know we'd have to go into this pretty in depth to talk about just how weird i feel like we could do an episode on return to oz oh for sure it's a weird movie man uh i gave it uh 
I think three and a half. I, I give it a three and yeah, a half too. Three and a half. From a from a uh, production standpoint, I think it's very very cool. From a screenplay standpoint, I think it's not as cool. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool, but it's eh, it's it's just fun. Yeah. On the whole. Yeah, no, it's a fun movie. On the sixth, I watched Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> it was like Harry we did Potter. An episode on November it. is just Harry Potter time. I will I will stand by that. Well, there you go. Uh, and also Knives Out time. True. So I'll be continuing watching these and over in the my garden free wall, time. <laughs> no, that was October. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I gave it three and a half. It's 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 still got such a tangible atmosphere, and it's still such a brilliant start out to the series. But I'm still just not that big of a fan of it overall. Fair. Uh, then we watched Muppets Most Wanted. We Which just we talked, just talked about, about, it. about it. We just talked about it for like an hour. Then we watched Psycho. Psycho. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock's best. No. Maybe. Wrong. Uh, I no. I think Vertigo is his best movie. Also wrong. But um, <laughs> wait, what? What do you think is his best? Rear Window, Rear probably. Window. That's the. Th- that's always third, though. It's Vertigo, Psycho, Rear Window. No, it's it's Rear Window. Uh, like dial him for murder or something. Whoa. Psycho, Strangers wow. on a Train, a couple others, Vertigo, <laughs> wow. a couple others, The Birds. You have to sprinkle Vertigo in that low? Yes. Micah, you need to watch Vertigo again. You've only seen it one time. All right, well, Psycho <laughs> is a masterpiece for going pretty long. Yeah, uh, Psycho is phenomenal. I just don't like it that much personally, and it's it, so it starts some not great trends in Hollywood. <laughs> well, yes, it did, but it also <laughs> was a landmark horror film that is still phenomenal and still makes me squirm quite a few times throughout it, the runtime i give it 4.5 i gave it five. a 10 out of 10 baby perfect score zen just last night we watched i'm going to fix it wreck it ralph wreck it ralph baby uh which is surprisingly good but still kind of flawed in a lot of ways the john c Riley movie john c Riley does a great job <laughs> i i have a very soft spot in my heart for rick and ralph and i don't know why <laughs> bro i i almost put as my letterbox review i just wouldn't shut up about talking about speed racer the entire no the time. moment i mentioned speed racer when it came to <laughs> racing robbie just kept talking about speed because speed racer is amazing and phenomenal and we came to the conclusion because we, we were watching this with my girlfriend that uh we need to show her speed racer because she hasn't seen it i always forget how much uh jane lynch actually looks like callahan in the movie no she looks just exactly <laughs> it's literally just a, her i, I guarantee That's i mean funny. they had to have based the model off of her well yeah but it literally just looks like her <laughs> it's funny but yeah wreck it ralph is a solid film i give it I four stars it. I, g- I also give it a four star four out of five um, baby but yeah and that's that's what we watched there it is people um this is probably our longest episode of the podcast i don't know maybe i, I don't think so it's good uh, well maybe not we've, i don't know we've gone like over over an hour and a half before i think that's true that's true um <laughs> but yeah thanks for listening uh, it was awesome having luke on it's a shame scheduling makes it so hard and i mean we even had to like cut stuff short <laughs> here and record this the yeah. next day because we just our schedules are crazy yeah uh next week what i think we have another guest um planned, right? hopefully hopefully fingers crossed <laughs> fingers crossed um 
we'll have uh, Yossi on, Yossi Sloan. Uh, he's yeah. a director. You guys probably know him if you're familiar with me and Micah's social circles. Yeah, and go check out his short film stuff. Yeah, The Last Stand. We mentioned that a, a little while ago. But yeah, that guy's going to be on to talk about uh, <laughs> The Princess Bride more than likely next Maybe. week. Maybe. Fingers crossed. If, if not, it'll be the week after. Yeah, so. it's just scheduling working out. But uh, thanks for listening, and go watch some good movies. Go watch some bad movies, too. Yeah, just watch all the movies. Watch some movies. Do it. Oh, also, um, I just I wanted to shout it out. I've been continuing watching Paranoia Agent, uh, the TV fourteen cut, Satoshi Khan um, baby, which is Satoshi Khan, and it's some it's more like technically rough than some of his other work that I've seen bits of, mm-hmm. uh, but it's so good. <laughs> I w- I would suggest the TV fourteen cut to people. Well, there you go. Yeah, very, very good. (laughs) All right, well, uh, uh, I guess go watch a Satoshi Khan movie, too. (laughs) If you're you're old enough or have your parents' permission. Millennium Actress is pretty clean. Yeah, Millennium Actress is pretty clean. (laughs) Go hit it up. (laughs) Yeah, do it. I dare you. I double dog dare you. I double dog dare you. (laughs) Yeah, we're probably going to go eat some lunch. Yeah, I'm I'm starving. Go, go, Go do your theater thing tonight, Micah. No, I'm, oh wait, that's tomorrow night. That's tomorrow night. I'm losing. I'm slowly losing my perception of time, Micah. All right, well, I'm gonna go get <laughs> food. Okay, do it. I'm starving. <laughs> Micah has walked out. <laughs> he's he's betrayed the podcast for a ham sandwich. I'm starving. <laughs>